What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Carolinas, Georgia Pro Wrestling Report, part of the Double Dropkick Show. I'm your host, Heath Mulliken. I'm, I'm so excited. We just finished a great lunch. I'm joined by really a man that needs no introduction to the Carolina wrestling audience, and that is Maddie G. What's up, fam? How y'all doing? You doing all right, man? I'm doing very good. Uh, Heath Mulliken just bought me lunch, and now we're going to talk about wrestling. That's a good so, day right there. Uh, yeah, day is day is real good. Hey, before we talk about wrestling, I want to throw you a curveball. Oh. Because I know we we also share a passion for Clemson football. We do. We do. Yeah, big time. I'm willing. We were due a down season. Um, yes. And I'm willing to take a down season since the Braves won the World Series. Well, that's good for you, but. But, but I'm also, I think, because we're still winning some games. We, we are still winning some we're games. We're winning some close games, and I think in the long run, that experience will help us. Um, so I want to I want to agree with you. Yeah. However, I just I I don't see I don't see the talent there, and that that scares me a lot. Yes. I just no I don't talent, see the talent and no depth. Yeah, exactly. Um, and honestly, I thought personally, you know the the, the loss to NC State. Hey, hey, that's our that's our third upset in the since my daughter's been born and she's six. Yeah, we can handle that. Yeah, losing to Georgia this year. That's absolutely okay. We can yeah. handle that. Um, Pitt. It was it was Pitt's day. I was uh, I was more embarrassed by some of the effort and some of the play that I saw uh, this this past game against Louisville. Right. Than the three losses. Um, I just just not good. No. Right. Yeah. Right. We're yeah. So this is you know to me this is the true. The true test of Dabo, the true test of the program, yes. is how you handle adversity. What do you do next year? Is you built it. Yeah. We know he can build a program. Yeah, yeah. It's and and to be fair, and I know this is the criticism people throw at Clemson. He had two generational quarterbacks back to back, right? And Deshaun and Trevor Lawrence. And, and let's be honest, we we were expecting the third. Yes. Yeah, we were expecting the third. Um, and I think that's kind of what's what's stung a little bit. But hey, my, my brother-in-law is a huge LSU fan, and you know one of the things he said, he's like, it's like you, you're all of your five stars can't pan out. Yeah. He's like, we've been getting five stars way longer than Clemson has. Uh, he was like, he said, look at all of ours that have flopped. Yeah. Um, and so maybe that's just what's happening now. But uh, it will be interesting of what happens next year. I do I do will say this, I, something about. A lot of our streaks have gone out the window this year. It's a long shot because we do have to win out yeah. every game. But I think if we could keep that 10-win streak, yes. that would be super cool to me. No, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. When I was a kid growing up and Danny Ford was the coach, we just it was 10-2. We had like three straight 10-2 seasons. Yeah. So going into the Bowden era, I was like, hey, 10-2. Or, or, or that's all we want is ten wins. Right. About right. never. I think he maybe won nine one year, but yeah, it's. I don't, I don't think that's a. I think we're in a place ten wins. Two is great. Well, listen. Do I see us getting that? No, I do not. I don't see us it's getting a long that. Shot. Um, I could see us having nine wins going into a bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yes. depending on who we're matched up with. Yeah. That. Yeah, that may not go in our favor. I think we'll go to a bowl game. I think it'll be a smaller bowl game. I think it'll be the type of bowl game tickets will be readily available. So if you're ever wanting to go to a bowl game, fans, this, this is the year. Be, 
Well, I, I did. I did mention to uh, one of our mutual friends, Austin Jordan. I'm seeing uh, Clemson ticket sales uh, at a rate as if we haven't won a game, yeah. but still at the prices as if we were still undefeated. Yes. Um, so something's <laughs> got to give there, peeps. You got to get Maddie G to a game. Well, speaking of something's got to give, oh. we're here to talk about. The 2021 edition of the Carolinas Professional Wrestling Awards. Shout out to Robert Truesdale. He's been the curator of these awards since 2015. And Maddie and I are going to, we're really just going to have a conversation about these awards. Um, and we're going to go through, we're going to talk about previous winners. We're going to look at different promotions, but we're going to throw out some names and we're going to tell you why. These are the names we're throwing out. And then what I'm going to do is then I'm going to go and make my nominations because it's not a fit. If you cannot complain about the system if you do not participate in the system. I do, you know, people that don't vote in the election but complain about election results, uh, you know, you got it. Ain't nobody got time for that. No, we don't yeah. have time for that. Um, so let's start with announcer of the year. And I'm just going to go through from 2015. Corky Franks, Brett Wolverton won it three years in a row. And now he, there were a, there was a previous edition of these awards run by another group, and so Brett had won a lot of those. 2019 was Jonathan Felter, and then 2020 was Charisma. And the 2020 awards were just a little different. Is that the word I can use? I think that's the word we can use. And listen. If anybody's offended by that, I just dogged my Clemson Tigers. And I promise you, I love Clemson more than any of these names on this list. Right, uh, right. So so nothing personal. But 2020, it, it was different. It was odd. Uh, and, of course, you know, the fan votes. Um, yes. I, I'll, I'll be honest, though. When I when I looked at the votes, um, I was looking for fans. Um, the uh, The locker room votes, um, maybe maybe that would be a, a better, better term for last year's. Yes. Um, I know that the group, to, to actually vote in the awards, you have to be a member of the Carolinas Professional Wrestling Awards group. Um, and the membership in that group grew by 30% or something. I mean, it was exponential. Yeah, yeah. And part of that was, I mean, uh, Redbeard was telling me, man, every day he was just getting all these requests to join the group. Because there may have been one or two categories where people were like heavily recruiting, heavily, heavily, heavily. people outside of who yeah. don't, who just don't even watch wrestling. But this is their friend, and they went right. in there and voted right. for them. Right. But this year, but the, that's what friends should do. So that's right. not a bad thing. The so this year, the fans only hold one vote. At, at, they're basically the fans are a panel. They're part of the panel. I like that. Yes, uh, yeah. he did that another year, and I, I think that's good. But you got to be a member of the group to vote um, in that. But uh, there's a form there. You can I'll put a link to that in the show notes. And listen, for the fans out there, um, for, for what's left of fans, hey, for the fans out there, uh, it's a good group to be a part of because you do. You get some, you get some insight. You yep. get some behind-the-scenes stuff. Um, and I promise you, you're going to be updated on, on all the shows going on. Um, so it's a good group to be a part of. So let before so let me bring this up. If, since we're talking about last year, and I don't I don't know if to call this an elephant in the room, but the COVID dome heavily affected 
the 2020 awards, and the, and there's no COVID dome this year. There, there is no COVID dome this year, so uh, praise be to that. Um, yeah, I, I think I think it looks a little more uh, back to normal. Um, so I think that'll makes things clearer for me personally picking stuff out. Because really, you had six or seven promotions Same running place. out of the COVID dome. Yeah. And they all kind of bled together, and they were all drawing the same right. 50, 60 people. I mean, is it is it safe to say, too, I'm, I'm only judging by posters. I've never been to the COVID dome. I didn't get to go there, but um, right. same roster-ish. Pretty much. Pretty much. Okay. Pretty much the same roster. Yeah. And and not only did the building close down, but those most of those like uh, Excalibur still runs, but they've they've really. All right. How do I want to say this? I want to be, I want to be kind. You're a kind man, Heath. So it should be easy for you. You had really some backyard promotions that found a building, and now that building they they moved back out of the building to where they would have been where they would have been that that seems fair to say yes but i have a feeling that some of our listeners will not call that nice no um listen but accurate if your show's running in a backyard it's a backyard show right oh what if it's in the front or side yard it's a yard you know whatever yard if it doesn't matter if it's got a fence or not a fence um, and apparently, it's been brought to my attention. Some of those shows get millions of views. Millions of views. I have. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen it. Yet. Yeah, yeah. For <laughs> for all the wrong reasons. All righty. So sorry to go off on that tangent. So back to announcer of the year, and, and what prompted that is charisma was basically the ring announcer. Um, she she the the Lucha Dome in Burlington. She's ring announcer there, but she was a ring announcer for most of those. Promotions in the COVID dump. She got a lot of. She got a lot of work. Right on. Yeah. Right. Um, Twenty twenty one. Who's our ring announcer of the year? It's just. Does Brett even want it anymore? Brett, are you? If you're out there, like, give us a secret sign. Do you even? Do you even want this anymore? Has it just become kind of? Uh, I, I think that was the reason. I yeah. think in twenty nineteen, Brett said, "Hey, I'm just removing myself." Brett now really only ring announced for OSCW. Russell Force, yeah, and um, PWX, um, and which Feltner's done some of the PWX shows, and felt and and Brett stayed, stuck with color commentary. Um, there's really not a lot of ring announcers. There, there's not. So what I feel like I have seen, and and like let me be real, I I'm one of these, right? Yes, yeah. So what what I think I've seen, and uh, Heath, you back me up or correct me. It seems like each show has their their own one, right? Uh, and maybe right. it's a maybe it's a family friend, maybe it's a um, you know somebody that they have met, they've known. But it, it does seem like a lot of these guys kind of kind of travel, stick with their promotion, and um, you know they do things the way that promotion likes. And I, I don't I don't know I don't know what separates uh, what separates them from one another. Yeah, I know that. Um Mr. Swords at three count. That's the only promotion he works for. It's it, right? He's an excellent ring announcer. I, I like him. I think he does. He good. has a good voice. He has a good look. But, however, for what we're looking at, I, I think that I agree with what I know. I agree with what you're saying. Is there's so many ring announcers that only work for one promotion? Yes. I, I almost wish if maybe this ring announcer, uh, maybe if we could shift that. 
uh, Mr. Redbeard, hear me out. Uh, maybe in the future, should that be shifted to maybe a, uh, a production award? Uh, and, and so maybe you've got announcers in there, but maybe it's opened up to, um, you know, to the other kind of uh, non-ref, non-managing, non-wrestling people that make the wrestling world go round. Camera people, sound people. I see what exactly what you said. Commenta- Georgia yeah. added a commentary award. Um, a lot of these shows do have, you know, uh, do produce videos and have commentary and that sort of stuff. So I, I think that's a good, I think that's a very good, very good point. Um, I don't even know who, like some of these promotions, I don't know who they're, I don't know who their announcer I, is. I, I don't either. I, I'm sorry for that, but I, I don't as either. I think, you know, t- to be honest, this was the one where I was like, yeah, I don't really, I don't really know. I think you do a great job. Like oh, I said, thanks, I think he. Mr. Swords does a great job. Yeah, yeah, I like him. Um, I don't, is Charisma even ring announcing? Uh, so I was at a uh, show at the Sterling Center. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's actually the first time I had seen her live and in person. But um, she was there a couple months ago yeah. uh, doing some ring announcing. So she's still she's still out and about there. That was with uh, Universal Championship Wrestling. It was, yeah, yeah. Um, they drew a lot fewer their second show than they did the first show. So that's what I heard. Um that there was uh, fewer there. Uh, I did enjoy myself at that show. Yeah. Um, couple, couple new wrestlers I got to see that night that I'd never seen before, and uh, some people that I enjoy seeing that I'm sure's names will get brought up uh, as we continue looking at uh, at some of these awards. Well, the good thing is we got another month. I think I don't know when he's closing the nominations in the voting, but so if you're listening to this comment on this wherever you're listening to it shoot me an email heath mullick at gmail.com let us know who who are we leaving out because um, i'm just, for me that part of my ballot is blank right now you know i just don't know i don't know who to I don't either i mean there again i've made, i'd probably put your name sword's name i mean brett doesn't want it I, I do like uh, my buddy at Battlezone, Bam. Bam does uh, a great F- job. Philip, uh, Philip does good. Um, he does. A, he does. A, he does. He's one of the few people. Uh, he works elsewhere, right? He works at HWA and Battlezone. He works hey, in both states. That's North and South Carolina. Yeah. For those who didn't know. Uh oh. So maybe, Bam Morris may have moved maybe, to the top of my ballot. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe the light bulb just went off. All right. What's next on our list? All right. Next, we got female. So the 2015 and 16 Tessa Blanchard and. Excuse me, and then the last four years, it has been Savannah Evans. There really is not any competition in... There's just not a lot of female wrestlers in the Carolinas. not many at all. Um, And let's be honest, no offense, but even if there were, I don't don't know how you top uh, Savannah Evans. She's now signed with Impact Wrestling. She was PWX Pure Champion. Uh, had several successful def- title defenses of that. Has wrestled both states. Um, the only, I mean, I know that Extreme World Wrestling in the Charlotte area has a women's champion. At one point, that was Jamie Senegal. They've had LA, but not, not, but not a great women's division there. I know that um, Danny Moe is the women's champion down at OSCW. There's not, there's not a lot of women's opportunities. 
Yeah. But, I, but so it's got to be Savannah Evans, it's, right? It, yeah. I say uh, I say we send her off uh, into the rest of her career with one last one, and uh, next year. And hey, let's be honest, Heath. Maybe it's a little bit of us too, and uh, we'll be paying more attention to that and right. seeing uh, seeing who comes after the cannibal. Yeah, I mean, even as I'm looking, there's just so many promotions that don't have women's wrestling on it's their true. shows. It's true, right? Right. I know there's um, three count hasn't seen one. Uh, Pro Wrestling Union hasn't. Those are two places that I uh, uh, enjoy hanging out at, and there there isn't much. Um, let's come back to few, well, no, feud of the year. So twenty again, we're going to go by year. Uh, Anthony Henry versus John Schuyler. That was in PWX. Roy Wilkins versus Trevor Lee. That was in CWF Mid Atlantic. Schuyler versus Hollis. That was PWX. Ethan Case versus Malachi Matthews was a great feud from Palmetto Championship Wrestling. Twenty nineteen. Lucky Ali versus Darius Lockhart. That was in PWX and PWX Pure. Twenty twenty. I think this was your tongue in cheek nomination. The feud of the year was wrestling versus COVID last oh, year. Oh, no tongue in cheek. That's that's all heart right there. <laughs> um, I don't think you did. You I don't. I did not expect that to be an official nomination, but it won. It won in a landslide. Oh, I, yeah. No, I, I'll be honest. I mean, when I when I said that, it was it was very real. I know there were some others that had said that even before I had said it. Of yeah. course, I didn't necessarily see it uh, as it was laid out on the nomination chart, but I mean that was obvious. It. it because there weren't, we really didn't have we didn't, time. You didn't have time, yeah. So it's no fault of any wrestler Correct. of any promotion. Like you don't have the time it takes. However, this year, uh, the fault may be on you guys. I'm going to nominate for feud of the year: promoters versus their wallets. <laughs> promoters versus wallets. That's a good one, man. I mean, lots of lots of money lost. Well, it's just. I mean, it's it's. Yeah, the, the, the crowds are shrinking. Yeah. The crowds are shrinking. And listen, I'm I'm new at this whole indie wrestling stuff. Yeah. And so there there are some there are some some fellas out there that I like a lot that, that talk a huge game about yeah. how much they used to draw and and, and I'll be honest, I, I don't I mean, even if they were to come back, um, I mean, I just think those numbers are gone. Yes. I mean, there's not a... I, I live in Greenville, South Carolina. Yeah. Between live television uh, that I don't pay for, uh, between things I can stream, yeah. and between a drive less than 20 minutes, if I want to see eight wrestling shows every week, I can. Yeah. And I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see it. I don't. And most of the time, if you're going to a show, you're working the show. It is, yeah. You're involved in it. Yeah, there's a few that um, that, that I'll go to, to hang out with. But, um, but, yeah, I mean, most of them I, I am going to either be some kind of mean gene wannabe type or, um, yeah, it's just it's just so much wrestling. Yeah. And and it's a lot of – it's a lot of copycat. Like, I mean, I've, I've right. heard people say, you know, I've – I've seen X versus Y, and I know they can put on a good match. Let's do that. Um, and you know, doing that to a certain degree is is smart, right? Uh, and then it becomes that fine line of to where you're just getting in, where you're painting yourself in a corner, you yeah. know, right? These these this may not be what it was at first, or maybe you have no plans to go further with one of the guys, and you're bringing him in just to have this, you know, recreate this one moment you saw, and, right? 
it's, and it's over with after that night. Right. Um, now give us a real answer, Heath. Well, you, I mean, to me, a feud has got to be, it's something that carries over several shows, more than one match, maybe yes. a stipulation match. I, you know, to me, I'm not, I'm not saying this would be my vote for feud of the year, but what comes to mind is probably because we were talking about a little earlier off the off air. Jackson Sane versus Jacob Armachain. You know, they've traded the three-count next-level title a couple of times. They they've, have, They've yeah. had gimmick matches. They've been in different situations uh, with with each other. Again, I'm not saying that's the feud of the year, but that's that's what I'm looking that's, for. This is the blueprint, right? Correct. I'm, I'm with you. I have enjoyed watching those two. I, I love both of those guys a lot. Um, and I'm not sure if it's feud of the year, but it is that blueprint. I will tell you this. Uh, we are a broken arm away from it being Austin Jordan and Derek Driver. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and what really could have been something cool. And let's be honest, we can take Derek Driver's name and replace it with Boomer. We can replace it with Randy Wayne. Right. right. There was there was some really cool stuff. Um, now, now, we didn't get to see as much work of these two, but it has expanded in North and South Carolina. Uh, I've, I've enjoyed the matches of Randy Wayne and Landon Hell okay. that I've seen. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I've seen uh, seen two of those here in this state and, and one uh, up in North Carolina. Um, really hard-hitting and, uh, you know, titles on the line. Um, but would you consider – I mean, to me, again, that, to right? me, that's more of a rivalry. Like, for me, a feud, there's got to be some hate involved. Yeah, and, and I, think, I think those two, as much as they – they worked into the hard fought battles they had. It kind of turned into a little respect, and right. um, yeah, you d- you didn't have that hatred. Um, so so there again, you know, you've got here's two things we we poured out, uh, and both have elements of what we want, but neither really matched that feud of the year as we've seen in the past. Right, Ali uh, Lockhart, like oh my god, nothing compares. That was a blood feud. Yeah, yeah. Um, Skyler and Hollis ended now. I quit. You could, it, you know. A feud that had a chance maybe to grow would have been Zuka King and Big Country. Over the course of like a month, they wrestled like three or four times, multiple promotions, multiple championships on the line. Yeah. That, And then, you know, as it is with wrestling, it happens and then it's over. It's over, right. Um, promoters versus wallets, I would... If that were on the ballot, I would vote for that. <laughs> and and I would say... Well, and listen, I don't even know if it's... You know, when I say that, I'm sure there's promoters out there feeling like I'm being mean. I, listen, I don't even know if it's y'all's fault. Right? Like, honestly, I, I feel like there's just, there's just so many shows. There's so few wrestlers. And there's not near as many fans as there once was. Well, there's more... Sometimes it feels like there's more wrestlers than fans. Well... I guess I might be talking about the kind of wrestlers that me and you would consider for this list. Correct. It seems like there's fewer of those. Yes. Now, yeah, 100% yeah. agree agree with that. And, yeah, I, I definitely feel like one of the things that's got to happen in wrestling moving forward, I, t- I talked to a promoter this morning, um, and if you want to more hear more about what I'm about to talk about, you need to become a patron at patreon.com slash double drop kicks. I'm going to be given all the details about this on the vault is I was talking to a promoter this morning who had reached out to uh, one of the superstars that was released last week and the number that was put back was astronomical 
was absolutely astronomical. And um, I don't think that wrestlers have any idea of the economy of independent wrestling right now. Even if you're an independent wrestler asking for 40 bucks, that's a that's a lot. Now that doesn't pay you. That doesn't fill up. That doesn't, it don't fill up your gas tank. It doesn't fill up your gas right. tank. But when you think about, all right, we drew a hundred people at ten dollars a piece or five dollars a piece. Where's your play? You know, you got to pay for the ring. Got to pay for the building. Wrestlers don't. The the math is not in anybody's favor. No, right that's now. right. That's right. Um, no matter what kind of show you're putting out, and and listen, you know. I, there's no doubt he. I can guarantee you that you and I have probably gone to shows that did not make money, but me and you both absolutely loved it. That's right. Had a good time. Yep. Saw some good matches. So we thank you for that yeah. out there. No, that's right. That's right. <laughs> um, and there are some promotions that are killing it. Yes. That are making a lot of money. No doubt. Um, but is, is wrestling – this would be a podcast for another day. All things are secular – Circular, secular, cycl- it might be both. Cyclical. What so, did I say? Secular. Circular. I just made up a word. Yeah. Singular. Cyclical. They and, go round in circles, y'all. That's but, what we're trying to say. But it may be that we're getting ready to see a, a, a correction in that. You know, right now I've got a list here: two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen promotions in the Carolinas, and that's just one. I mean, there's probably forty. There's probably twenty something I don't know about. Yeah, maybe the cycle and then there's is ten more we don't want to know about. <laughs> um, anyway, um, few to the year. That's an open ended. I, I don't know. Nothing really stands out. Um, let's, in the next category absolutely has somebody stand out. Manager of the year um, of the of the six years they've had awards. Tommy Thomas won four times. George South. One in 2017. Stephen Fry, who's a great manager, to my knowledge, only works RWA up in North Carolina, but he won in 2020. 2021, to me, there's one name. One name. We'll and say it together. One, two, three. Perry, Perry James. James. There the, we go. The illustrious Perry James. Yeah. He is the. He is. Period. The man of manager of the year. Absolutely. Um, both states. Both states. Champions. Champions. And great at what he does, and a, and a and a swell dresser, he is. He is a swell dresser. And Perry, if you're listening to this, you have you've paid for a spot on the podcast, and it's time to have you back. So there you go. <laughs> um, he's. I mean, what can you say about Perry James? He is the textbook manager. He is. He, he really is. He does. He he elevates who he's with. Yeah. Um, and right, let's be honest, he's with a guy right now that, that when that relationship started, uh, I kind of wondered, do they need each other? Yeah. And my gosh, what they have yeah. done together. Yeah. Um, I imagine we'll talk about that when we get to another category, right? That's exactly okay. right. Okay. That's exactly right. And that, to me, that's one of the reasons Perry James is manager of the year, is that whole everything yes. you're talking about. Yeah. It's a total package. It's so good. Uh, referee of the year, um, Charles Culler, Antron Brewer, who signed Kevin Pierce, who, who's going to get signed eventually. Jared Fritz, who's working in NWA. Kevin Pierce won again. Last year was Brian Myers. I think he works for RWA. Um, who's your referee of the year for this year? Um, I'm going completely biased here on this uh, with nothing to say other than he's a dear friend, uh, Kylon Disney. 
Okay. You guys may not even know him, and that's okay. Yeah. Uh, but he's my friend, and here's what I've decided about wrestling. Yeah. Sometimes we can just put our friends over because yeah. they are friends, and that's what I'm doing here. Yeah. So where's where's Kylon Riff at? So so I I've met Kylon through uh, through Pro Wrestling Union. Yeah. Um, he reps at a few other places. Um, but he's just he's a good guy. He he talks about Jesus with me, kind of like yeah. you do. There so you, go. you know you get a. That's you, awesome. you get the, he gets the Jesus bomb. I, you know, I'm going to throw a name out there, and this is someone. I think he does good work. I, I, more so than any, I would, I would definitely stand by this statement. More than any other wrestler in the Carolinas, he is an Iron Man more than anybody, and that is Josh Diamond. Uh, he, yeah, he works all these battle shows. Right. He, yeah, yeah. How many shows? And he's a good – now, he he is a good referee. Um, I I think he does a, a good job when he's in the ring. Um, and, again, he works a lot of shows. There's quantity. There's a little bit of quality. And um, – Again, a good, a good kid, always nice. Yeah, no, he's he's great guy. Um, I, I'll be honest, maybe it's uh, maybe it's my role as uh, the mean gene wannabe and, and the ring announcing and hype man, but I've I've really uh, I've really enjoyed hanging with the refs a lot. Uh, and right. Josh is one, uh, Disney's one there, of course. But uh, yeah, I like my refs uh, and either both of those. Yeah, stand up dudes. Now, there actually is a referee on the panel this year, uh, Miss Yolanda, a referee, Yo-Yo. She's on there. I'm sure she's going to get – She's definitely she, going to get a lot. She's going yeah, to get a yeah. lot of nominations. Well-deserved, too, I think. That's, that's right. Yeah. That's right. She She's worked a lot of a lot of places uh, this year. And and also, I mean, there's somebody who I don't think I've seen in person. But, you know, when I'm, when I'm watching clips on Facebook, right. when I'm scrolling through pictures, you see her face in some – Big big matches. Yeah, that's right. Um, that's right. She's gotten thrown in the deep end. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But but I think that's how we learn to swim. Here's another one that I just I wasn't going to put his name in here because he but he now he's working both states. He works Palmetto. He works PWX. Two of the big dogs. That's Chris Wiggins. He's a great referee. Chris, we we're pretty blessed. We got some good good referees. We have some good drafts. Um. So yeah, that's that's good stuff. Uh, rising star of the year. So 2015 was Ethan Case. 2016 was James Drake. 2017 was TJ Boss. It was at that point that a change was made because both those guys had wrestled eight to ten years when they won rising star of the year. That's what I've heard. Yeah, yeah. So they changed it to where it's pretty much if you're over three years in the business, you're not eligible for this. And that's when they added Fire the Carolinas. So the rising star of the year is for people that have been in wrestling three years or less. 2018 was Yaya, 2019 Lucky Ali, 2020 Zuka King, 2021. I think this is one we both agree on as well. Yeah, I'm. I'm. This is probably my um, my most rabid pick. Yes. Uh, Chase Emery. Chase um, Emery. Yes. I am. Dude, I mean, he comes. He comes in professional wrestling with you know already this background of the amateur olympic style wrestling and i mean just his learning curve yes. was i mean his first match 
it didn't necessarily look like a first match. Right. I mean, he came in yeah. doing great. I love how he incorporates the Olympic-style wrestling, but I also love, too, how, like, that dude gets parallel to the ground when he throws a drop kick. Yes. Um, he it's gets beautiful. very yes, high. Yes, he gets very high, and he gets very straight. He's a, he's a natural athlete, um, good kid, good-looking kid, um, is, is getting more and more... Um, uh, more and more, um, thank you. Um, uh, is getting more and more opportunities. We've getting seen him, some big opportunities coming up soon. Yeah, we've yeah. seen him play babyface. We've seen him play heel, um, and he he seems equally adept at I, both. I think he does both equally well. Um, and, and no, too. I mean, he's got. Let's see. We've got a match with. Randy Wayne coming up. Yep. Um, so that's a big opportunity. Uh, he's got a match with uh, is it Zuka coming up at Battle Zone. I think so, yeah. Uh, so that's a big opportunity. So so I like how even in this first year, you know, we're being being looked at as, you know, main event. That's correct. And and I don't know when we've seen that. I no. I personally thought that, and of course I'm biased. This is my PFF. Yeah. I mean, Austin Jordan had yeah. an amazing yeah. first year. However... He was not main eventing. Right. 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 And, and Chase, now here coming up November, Chase is going to have two matches already scheduled. He's going to be the main event. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know who else. No. Nah. Who else has it? So nah. I'm very, very rabid. The, yeah. Chase the, Emery deserves this one. The the thing Chase Emery is going to, if, if I were advising Chase Emery, if he were sitting here, and I've, is... He's at the point to where he's going to have to start saying no to some promotions. <laughs> it's coming up, yeah. And, and I think that's something like, you know, in, in talking with him on kind of a friendship level, like he's he's hearing that. Yeah. You don't have to much. advise him. Heath. I very think he's hearing so. that. Well, he's, I've advised other people. and they, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think that. And I think that's something that uh, you know he's he's still kind of having to decide for himself what that looks like, and um, I don't like telling people no, so I'm sure it's tough to do. But yeah, uh, yeah, no, he's he's something. He is something. Um, I, I just mentioned the Fire of the Carolinas Award that was started in 2018. Uh, Darius Lockhart won it. T.J. Boss won it in 2019. Joshua Cutshaw won it in 2020. And, again, like, nothing against Cutshaw. 2020 was a weird year. Like, Cutshaw wrestled in both states, not as much in North Carolina as South Carolina. But 2021, who's your who are some of your names for Fire of the Carolinas? Gosh, this is one I had a really, really hard time with. I almost – I think I even said the joke to Heath. Like, my, my criteria for winning this award is uh, who shows up on the most posters yeah. uh, in North Carolina and South Carolina. But – yeah, it's it's all over the place, and also too, I'm not sure if I fully understand what Fire of the Carolina is. Is it the Intercontinental I, Championship? Is it what we dealing with? I think it is the person they they've wrestled too long to be the rising star, and they're not quite. It is so. It would be <laughs> it's just the IC so, Bell, right? So so you got the you know Rookie of the Year, or you know, and then Fire of the Carolinas would be. They're not a rookie, but they're not quite at wrestler of the year level yet. But somebody that is going a lot of places. So all right, so going a lot of places. You know, I'm thinking uh, 
Uh, I'm thinking Jackson Sane. I'm yeah. thinking Bebop. However, let me think outside of the box a little bit. What does it look like to have a tag team as the Fire of the Carolinas? And the reason I ask for a tag team, because I do think that the tag team of the year is, is pretty cut and dry, pretty easy. Correct. Almost as easy as manager of the year. Um, so, like, all worm, no soul. Um, I, I, I don't think they're quite there. Not my, not by their fault, right? But yeah. just because the Heat Seekers are, you know, the Heat Hands Seekers. Down. Right. Yeah. They're going to be the tag team. Yeah. We uh, won't even debate tag We won't team debate that. Go ahead and put that. I'm Heath, write, is, Heath is writing that down right now. In a now. pen. In a pen, heat seekers. Yeah, um, we'll talk about them later and how much yeah. we love them. But but for right now, you know, because the heat seekers are so obvious tag team, all worm no soul. I I like them for fire of the Carolinas. I don't know if we've ever had a tag team. I don't know if the tag team no, has been considered. I don't even think they've been. But uh, I don't even think they've been considered. Uh, here's a name I want to throw out, and it just right. came to my mind as we're as we were sitting here. You want to talk about? Both states, multiple promotions, champion in multiple promotions. One of the most, if there were a most popular wrestler award, he might win every year, and that's Big Country. Yeah, that is that is fair to say. Um, I, I think at it, it, one time this year, and, and who knows, there may be even some people listening that you know feels like he should be considered for wrestler of the year. Um, and I wouldn't I wouldn't argue against that, but, but I think Big Country also – would be one fire of the fire of the Carolinas. I mean, he definitely meets my uh, being on posters qualification, doesn't that's he? That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. And and a, another name, I think you could always. This is someone probably for the next ten years. You could say his name for fire of the Carolinas is Rob Kiljoy. Rob Kiljoy wrestles a lot of places, both states, goes anywhere. Yeah. Um, and it's just almost almost always got to be – to, to me, though, um, now I do think Killjoy's won a couple of titles and a couple of the upstart promotions. Um, I guess for me, when I am thinking – again, I said I have a list of about 16 promotions here. I'm looking at what did they do in these promotions. And I'll talk a little bit more about that when we talk wrestler of the year. Um, but yeah, I think Fire the Carolinas. There's we. I think we've thrown out some pretty good names. And I think those, um, you know, the a few of those two, they draw. They do sell tickets. I, I yes. do think people pay. Well, I know for sure. I know for sure at, at three count pro wrestling, when Big Country comes, yeah. there is a group from North Carolina that drives down to see him. Yeah. Um, I think that there are. I know for sure there's people that when they see. Uh, Joey Ford and Brady Collins on the list. They, they're they're going to pay because let's be real. Those those two guys are as good as gold around kids right. and the fans. Um, Jax, I'm scared to death of him. I yeah. wouldn't pay a dime to see him. Yeah, I see him for free in my nightmares. But <laughs> there are people that come yeah. out. Um, so so I do. I think I think there's some draw there, and and that's important too. Apparently, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you mentioned tag team of the year, uh, the Bravado brothers, who aren't even a tag team anymore. Although um, uh, uh, Harlem Bravado is now in NXT, although I can't think of his NXT name. While I think, his, his I think brother, he's a professor, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Chase. Something. Chase. Um, that's great. The Ugly Ducklings, the Dawsons, 
the Monster Squad, who aren't a team anymore. Revolt won in 2019. And then the New Age Villains won in 2020. Um, again, that was I'd call that an upset. To me, there is no I don't don't even don't even tell me any other names don't, other than yeah. the Heat Seekers. Yeah, sincerely, y'all. The, those guys are doing so much in North and South Carolina now. I I would I would be very sad to hear the panel spend any more than thirty seconds on this. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um let's see, look, for those who are questioning the logic. PWX Tag Team Champions, Pro Wrestling Union Tag Team Champions, um, a WrestleForce Tag Team Champions. Um, they've been AML Tag Team Champions before. I know I'm missing one. I know I'm missing. I know they were champions in like four promotions, and I can't think of the fourth one now. Um, they weren't in Chester, but yeah, they've they've been champion. You bring them in. To headline your tag team division. Yes, you do. Absolutely. You You're bring not them bringing, in the headline. Yeah. And, and they have, to me, on the one hand, really raised the bar of tag team wrestling in the Carolinas this year. Oh, yeah. But they've also exposed the lack of depth in the tag team divisions. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. Um, but, yeah, it's Heat Seekers. Bottom line, no debate. Um, and now let's close out. Wrestler of the Year, 2015, it was John Schuyler, who is signed. 2016, Cedric Alexander, signed. 2017, Trevor Lee, signed. Billy Brash, 2018, out with an injury. John Schuyler, 2019, he's signed. 2020, James Johnson, one of those people that maybe benefited from kind of wrestling on multiple shows in one place. And, get, you know, they... Everybody that won in 2020 built up enough boats. Um, what's the, what's the what are some names you're going to throw out for the rest of the year? Um, so one of the, I mean, one of the first things I thought is is Zuka King. Yeah. Um, and and let's let's be honest. You know, when we say wrestler of the year, are we judging five star matches, or right? Are we judging? Kind of an MVP almost, yeah. uh, a wrestler yes. that makes the promotion better, yeah. uh, a wrestler that can tell a dadgum good story no matter who you put in the ring. Yeah, because honestly, if, if we're judging five star matches and you know this, I, I I don't know if it's if it's Zuka right, but, right? But if I'm judging based on a, a guy that you can bring in your promotion and it drastically changes for the better. Um, if I'm judging just personally for somebody who I love sitting back uh, and watching, and especially watching the kids just boo him nonstop. Yes. Uh, so, so I'm a pastor in Piedmont, and so mm-hmm. Battle Zone runs in Williamston, neighboring towns, yeah. right? So I love to take our elementary school boys on the church bus to Battle yeah. Zone, and and they all they hate Zuka so much. Yeah. Um, but but they love it like like when I tell them there's a show yeah like that's the second name they ask is Big Country gonna be there yeah is Zuka gonna be there yeah um, and really Zuka Zuka was at a really good level the partnership with Perry James has elevated him to really make him you know when you bring in Zuka and Perry you're like that's the main event right there absolutely yeah oh yeah um, he's AML Future Stars champion he's been Wrestle Force champion he's 
been the Battle Zone U.S. champion. He's wrestled for the the three count, three count. championship. Uh, he, he's I think he's been OSCW tag team champion. Um, wrestle Force tag team. I mean, he has held pretty much everywhere he's wrestled. Yeah, he's and, held some sort of championship. Well, and and that's the thing too. I mean, he. He, he's the kind of guy that, that wherever you stick him in your lineup, he's going to be good. And, and I will say this, too. One of the first things, and this was maybe maybe three years ago, um, and, and I don't know, maybe this is this is not appropriate talk for wrestling, right? But I, I recall um, before a show, um, about three or four younger guys standing around and just kind of watching from a distance yeah. uh, how Zuka led them. Um, it, it, like, he brings goodness to the locker room. Yeah. Not just the show, but he brings goodness to the locker room. Um, he, he just, he led in a really good manner. He, yeah. There were some things he, he kind of, you know, that, that sternness of, of, of what you need to do with also yeah. this, this grace and love. Um, you know, and also too knowing that he's set up those relationships where he can tell people that, right? right. And, right. and it was it was kind of a joy, and especially you know coming from a pastor standpoint of like yeah. kind of sitting back watching him do that. And I, I don't know, maybe that's maybe that's something I shouldn't be saying here, but that really impressed me. And, and I'm sure yeah. that's some stuff he still he still has within his being. And um, so Zuka is one. I, I I know I'm talking about him right now, like he, you know. I love the guy, but mm-hmm. but I'm not completely sold that he's wrestler of the year. But he's right. definitely, yeah, he's definitely he's definitely high on my list. He he's somebody I'm definitely going. I mean, you can nominate more than one person for each category. He's definitely That's true. somebody I'll nominate. Uh, I want to run through some other names though, because um, I do. It, it, and again, this is just me. You can call me biased or whatever. I think you always have to look at the two biggest promotions in the Carolinas, that's PWX and AML, and you have right to on. ask yourself, who are their champions? And that's one thing I'm looking at. I wrote down these 16 promotions because I'm like, who are their champions? And what difference does it make that they're the champion? So, you you know, um, so I, one name I got here, TJ Boss, PWX world champion this year. He's been Wrestle he's current WrestleForce champion. He's been um, you know, been in tag team situations. Uh, John Davis, who's the current PWX heavyweight champion. Uh, he's wrestled a lot more in South Carolina this year, which has been great. He, yes. he might be my favorite wrestler. Yeah. He might be my favorite non like really good friend. I know what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so that actually means something what you're saying. No, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like um, if you tell me John Davis is on the show, I'm like, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. This is going to be because he's very believable. Uh, Chip Day, who has wrestled more in the Carolinas this year than maybe in the last five or six years that I know of, he's got a shot at the PWX title coming up. He just won That's the right. Palmetto Championship. How do you not have a guy who could be um, a champion at both those promotions? And then Drew Adler. I do consider Drew Adler a friend. I always love, love watching Drew wrestle. He's had a good year in PWX, good year in Palmetto. He's wrestled a couple other places. I would say Drew, I just want to talk about him real quick, uh, probably hasn't. Um, he had a great match with Anthony Henry. Anthony Henry's kind of send-off match in PWX uh, earlier this year, which is kind of sad. Anthony Henry in the same year had a, his send-off match and in return. Yeah, it just yeah. kind of sucks. It for, is. It's tough. Although we're all, I mean, 
you know, it's the state we're in. That's it. Yeah, it, that is. Yeah, I don't think it's him. It's the state we're but in. But if you told Anthony Henry, and I don't want to speak for him, hey, this crappy stuff's going to happen, but you're going to get the rest of Minoru Suzuki, he'd be like, okay. I would. I mean, not that I want to wrestle him at all, but like, yeah, pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Um, so, so as we're talking about Adler, can, can I say one thing? Yeah. Last year, the fan voting, the friend, vo- the fan voting, yeah, that happened. I was not as egregiously upset with the winners, yeah, as much as egregiously upset with the lack of voting that some people got. Yeah. Drew Adler is number one on that list. Yeah. His 2020 was dead gum great. Yeah. It yeah. was real good. Right. And I think he was like ninth on that list. I mean it was yeah. yeah, yeah, it was it was bad. Yeah. Um and that that shouldn't be. Um people are sleeping on Drew Adler. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I obviously said so. uh wake up. Yeah. Um uh, so, and again, you want to talk about somebody, if I had to pick like four people to hang out with back, you know, or go to Waffle House with, Drew Adler's on that list. Just a super cool guy. Um, just just fun to talk to and hang out with. And he always just, you know, and always, I'll put, you know, him and Zuka, they're going to help, they're helping with the ring. Yeah, yeah. So it's good, good stuff. So, I mean, that one's kind of, again, we got that's another tough one. one but yeah, that, that is, is a tough one. And that's a, that's a good sign for the Carolinas that this is a tough category. I agree with that, and that makes me excited. Um, I will say this, since we've been talking about Wrestler of the Year, maybe, just maybe, Feud of the Year got a little more clear. What does it like to take Zuka and TJ for Feud of the Year? Oh, yeah. We were stopped on that earlier. Maybe, uh, maybe Zuka and TJ... Would be a good one to nominate for that. They're getting ready to have a cage match, I believe. Um, can 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 they put both those guys in the cage? I think so. I uh, I would not recommend that. That just that sounds. I don't crazy know how they're going to get the cage in the building. I think that's at the John Ford Community Center, and I, Bob Keller will figure it out as he always. Oh, there's does. no doubt. Yeah, he's already done the measurements. I had and- my. I had my first Bob Keller experience in 2021. Yeah, I think I like that guy. Oh, I love Bob Keller. Yeah, I think I do. He he said something about getting me a, a Keller guys T-shirt, and he was joking. Yeah, but like in my heart, I was like, "Oh, I really want one." Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. This is a good guy. Um, S- side note, yeah. by the way, Keith Mulligan, uh, quick shout out out there. Um, Bob Keller will be the DJ at Austin Jordan's wedding coming up in April. Oh, I need the date for that. What's the date for that? Well, we're not going to give it out here because okay, there's crazy so, fans. Okay. So I'm going to sign language with it to you, Heath. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. I got to get that. Well, he asked for my address. I hope that was to send me a wedding invitation. I think it was. Yeah. Don't right. you Don't you fret, Heath. All right. Well, I, dude, I'm going to have to look. I'll cancel stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To be at that. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Man. I, that's all. It is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Bob Keller will be the DJ at Austin Jordan's wedding. Well, he's got his pick of preachers to help with the... He's got a ton of preachers, and he's actually going with his dad. Really? Who's actually not a preacher. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's going to be cool, though. I look forward That'd to that. That'll be great. Can I be honest with you? He, there was part of me that was kind of thinking, he may ask me to do that. Yeah. And I would have done it, and I would yeah. have loved it. But I'll be honest... 
I'm really glad just to be his friend that day instead. No, that's right. Because I, I, I low-key right. wanted that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can just kind of enjoy yourself. That's right. Just be his bud. Oh, that'll be so, awesome. Oh, dude. Oh, that'll, that'll be great, man. Should be great. Well, now I know... Look at all this inside info you're getting from Maddie G here. Now I know... Not that I'm planning a wedding, but mark that. I wasn't going to get married in April, i tell you that much. Anyway. On the next episode <laughs> of Double Drop Kick. No, if you want to know that kind of stuff, you got to listen to the Heath Mulligan Project podcast. That's where you get all that stuff. So, it's been, listen, it's just great to have wrestling back. Full, full, you know, full-fledged. Full-fledged. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and... I don't. I, mean, I think we're through the whole COVID. I mean, things are stabilizing. I, what I mean is, I don't think we're going to have wrestling shut down because of COVID again. Yeah, I, I agree with you. We'll still have COVID, but we'll still have wrestling. That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. That's right. Um, so, so quick question. Yeah. Is is there is there a name that was not brought up that you feel like? Maybe you can't put them in a category, but you feel like, hey, they need to get some, they need to get some love somewhere. Who did we? What did we miss? So, I, I, a name I had written down was uh, Patrick Scott. He's been That's turbo right. champion. Yeah. He's been, um, uh, he's been at, in Ch- Chester, part of the tag team champions there. He's had some shots in PWX. Just an incredibly, incredibly talented young man. Um, and I know there's – listen, I know um, we didn't say – you know, we didn't mention Caprice Coleman, the AML heavyweight champion. We didn't even mention, you know, Timmy Lou Retton's been the prestige champion at AML. And he's – you know, Timmy Lou Retton's one of those guys. Fire the Carolinas. Absolutely, he could he could be that. He's had a really good year. Um, I think I, – I think – and I say this every single year. I say this every single year. Because you and I are sitting here, and if not for Redbeard throwing up reports, we wouldn't know. We, yeah. we we wouldn't know a lot of this. Right, right. Because promotions don't post their results. They don't. They don't promote stuff like that. <laughs> right on. Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, if if I, you know, if I had a wish for 2022 that was wrestling related, it would be, you know, my is for to create a place. Where fans can read results, so when they come to the end of the year and have to vote, they're like, "Oh, well, this guy's been here, here, and here." Because um, there's a lot of young talents I know that have worked multiple ones of these shows, but but it's not written down anywhere, and right. no one kept track not, of it. Yeah, yeah. And so that's on. Is that on the wrestlers to say? You know, I should be able to go to your wrestling page and see every match. I mean, not see the video, but. To know your schedule, where you wrestled, who you wrestled, whether you won, whether you lost, your championships, you got to do, people got to do a better job of that. Yeah, I, th- and I think that falls on a lot of different. I, th- I think the wrestlers could, the promoters could, um, and I think I think fans fans can as well. Yeah, um, I know there's lots of fans that want to be in the hobby. Right. Uh, what a what a great way to what a great way to get a start. And this, uh, hey, sending me results from a wrestling show you attend, send it via Facebook Messenger. Doesn't cost you any money. It doesn't, and 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 Heath does appreciate that, and it shows up. And I'll and, give you a shout out. And, yeah. Um. Anyway, it's just good. Wrestling is a great 
it's a great outlet. It's an outlet for you and I. It's certainly it not yes. paying our bills. Nope. But it's just a fun thing to do. And uh, Maddie G, if people want to connect with you, where can they go to connect with you and just tell you how awesome you are? Sunday mornings, Piedmont United Methodist Church, 10 o'clock <laughs> service starts. No, I'm kidding. You can come. I'd love to see you. We'll go out and eat afterwards. But, uh, but yeah, you can you can check me out on Facebook. I don't have a Maddie G page. Yeah. Question mark. Keith, should I? We'll talk about that afterwards. Uh, but I'm just, I'm, I'm Matthew Greer on Facebook. Yeah. Because uh, that's what mama named me. Um, but yeah, yeah, come connect and hang out and uh, tell me how simple minded my nominations are because they pretty much all come from the same area, right? Uh, well, we know so, what we know we can't travel down to the coast of North Carolina, and, I cannot, no. and, and see PWF shows and that kind of stuff, yeah, and, yeah. So, uh, well, fans, make sure you subscribe to um, the Double Drop Kick show where you can get the Carolinas Georgia Pro Wrestling Report. And, hey, like I said earlier, patreon.com slash double dropkick. Really, four or five days a week, you're going to get content. You're going to get news about local independent wrestling that you're not going to get anywhere else. I take a deeper dive. I do some fantasy booking. Um, I talk about the business side of things and the hobby side of things in professional (laughs) wrestling. Uh, But... From a good friend, Maddie G, and all of us here at the Double Drop Kick Show, I'm Heath Mulliken, and we'll see you next time.